0: The Real Life Diabetes Podcast. Well, actually, it's a mini pod.
1: Our second mini pod.
0: Second mini pod. Um, so we've got about a, a, a quick, um, quick as in twenty minutes. So put your headphones on, and you can listen to this during your jog or your commute to work. Um, but yeah, today we were really lucky to have a camper from Camp Blue Hawk, who um, happens to be, which happens to be a program of the Harold Ham Diabetes Center, which Ryan and I sit as advisory board members for this camp in year two.
1: We believe in this camp. We believe in the Diabetes Center. It's Oklahoma-related for Oklahoma kids. It's a five-day residential camp. Um, But really, for us, the goal was to become acquainted with what camp actually is since Amber and I never went to a camp. So it's like Amber and Ryan go to camp.
0: (laughs) We might go this year.
1: Yes, this is our (laughs) Learn the same things. Really, we were preparing ourselves to go to camp. You know, to overcome the fear of what it's like to actually go to diabetes. Care. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and Paul and his and his mother were kind enough to spend a couple minutes with us and explain um, kind of the experience and the camaraderie and everything else that comes along with being around other people living with the disease. So it was it's inspiring and um, very diabetes daily grind style. And we asked the real questions, not just the the basics. We did, <laughs>
1: we did ask some real questions for sure. <laughs> Didn't and, scare anybody. And Paul's mom Melissa chimed in with some parent concerns. And uh, really, yeah, I think sued some, or set, it some, set some peace of mind yeah, for people in regards to Diabetes Camp. And what are the dates for the
0: camp? Uh, the dates this year are, I think, July 21st to the 24th. So, yeah, five days.
1: Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around there. So, late July. And if people want to go check out this camp afterward, they can go to facebook.com backslash bluehawk. Yeah. Yeah. So, Facebook...
0: You learn, learn all, learn all of it, that that they're doing out there, and it's there's no doubt that you watch the endocrinologists pour their passion into this, and, and the kids get to reap the benefits. Yes,
2: I'm alive.
1: One minor inconvenience, a little thing called diabetes is the daily grind, and the daily grind, grind, grind's grind. All right, it's a go. You know, live from uh, from Children's Hospital OU Medical Center.
0: OU Medical, yeah. I'm glad that okay. we're here to get our A1C tested. That's a, um, yeah,
1: yeah. That was that was a couple weeks too. ago, and um, I'm glad I have three three months to figure things out. <laughs> <You know.
0: laughs> so um, we're here today with one of the campers for for year one for the Blue Hawk camp um blue yeah camp blue hawk i don't know why that's hard for me to l- roll off the tongue but um so why don't you tell us who you are
3: hi i'm, I'm paul crawford paul
0: and, how old are you uh
3: give me i uh, 14 14 <laughs> turning 15 in a few weeks are you weeks. lying <laughs> no no i don't think i am
1: <laughs> as you get older it becomes harder to, to yes. answer that question honestly, it becomes
3: very <laughs> hard
0: and we're also here with his mom if she wants to chime in at any point
2: Hi, I'm Alyssa. <laughs> I'm not telling my age.
3: <laughs> that makes
1: sense. Yeah. Not necessary. Not necessary,
0: no. not necessary. So, Paul, tell us, we want to know just a little bit about you and um, having diabetes first, so um, our audience can get to know you. So, give us maybe your, yeah, when were you diagnosed?
3: Um, I think I was diagnosed November 21st, right? Or was that the day I got out of the hospital? I get them mixed up. Yeah. And, um, diagnosed at age eight second grade it was hard on me because i was very athletic competitive i ate stuff i probably shouldn't have eaten like donuts every weekend but
1: who wasn't yeah the american kid i mean yeah it's
3: and life changed drastically after that but you kind of adapt right and it was fun well not fun for me but It was a fun experience for my brother, because then he's like, oh, look, I had this French fry and you can't."
0: Oh, it's so good. That's the good thing about siblings. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was also diagnosed at age eight, 33 years ago. And Ryan, we questioned whether or not he was diagnosed at age eight or nine. It was nine. It was nine. nine. Okay, we've confirmed nine. It was nine. Thanks, Mom and Dad.
1: (laughs) 20 podcast episodes (laughs) in, and now we know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know. So we can totally relate, but... um, on different levels so and that was one of the things too we wanted to talk about the camp is because um when I was diagnosed and I I don't know if there were camps but I if there were I had really no desire to I don't think um to go to them and Ryan what about you
1: there were camps um I I think there was one prominent camp that the OU children's group would send the kids to and it was in Texas Um, but that was that was a different time and it was always during the summer and I was always playing baseball tournaments and for whatever reason those baseball tournaments um, took precedence, right? Um, I, you know, and I think in our lives we thought, yeah, that would be a really cool thing to do, but baseball was always just a little bit more important. And in retrospect, I think, well, I mean, why didn't I go to camp?
0: Right, just a baseball
1: tournament, like three games <laughs> out of seventy a <laughs> <of> summer. <laughs> right,
0: you, know, I mean, you could have not, made it happen.
1: I could have gone to camp. So, yeah, I'm really happy to hear that you uh, that you made it to camp.
3: It was yeah. very fun, very fun experience.
0: Well, let me ask you really quick, just because we're talking about being athletic. So, what what do you like to do?
3: Um, I participate in my school orchestra. We have maybe four or five concerts a semester or a year. Uh, What do you play? Uh, I used to play the cello, but now I switched to the bass. Now you switched
0: to bass. What are you doing? Um, Cello is the way to be.
3: Cello is the way to be. But (laughs) in eighth grade, we had seven or seven bases in sixth and seventh grade and five of them quit. So my orchestra director asked me to switch and I did.
0: Oh, you're nice. Gosh. Good for you.
3: Do you and enjoy it? Do you enjoy Yes, the bass? I enjoy it a lot. I got an electric bass for my for oh, Christmas, gosh. so I practice. Way to go mom. It's motivated me to practice more than 0 <laughs> times a week. So Oh,
0: good. That's great.
3: And that's, that's I better. also tried out for tennis this year and I made the team. Woo. Right. I was varsity for a bit, but I am very new to tennis, so I was <laughs> I was too. out <laughs> maybe it was the practice before the big event that I was waiting for, but uh. Whatever,
0: that, and you're
1: still
3: young.
0: Yeah, you got, yeah, you plenty time. of time. Plenty I just time. took up tennis last year, and it's a tough sport. It <laughs> I is. did not. I was not expecting it.
1: I, I, I never realized watching it. You know, on TV, you know they're working hard. Yeah. You watch them, and they're sweating, but they're like, ah, oh, their their heart's not going that fast. Yeah, <laughs> you play tennis and you're, <laughs> like, you're running gas.
0: Sprints, <laughs> yeah, pretty sprints. pretty much
3: nonstop. Yeah. I'm also training for the OKC Memorial Half Marathon what? this year.
0: You need Congrats. to talk to Ryan about that. He's oh, the marathon guy. It's
3: a great race. It, sure. uh, I hope it will be. I hate every step of practice, but yeah. Dad says it'll be worth it. Accomplishing yeah, worth something it. great.
1: Oh, no doubt. No, no, well, is this your first half marathon?
3: It will be, yeah. It'll oh, be my wow. first half marathon. Yeah, if you can
1: knock one of those out at a young age, that's that's a great mind hurdle to get up it to. It is. That is some serious distance.
3: So, yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive. And I'm also the only guy in my volleyball league. You're, for the Yeah. All right.
0: Interesting.
3: I took up volleyball two years ago or something, just because I thought it was fun. After Soonerthon, which is raising money for Miracle Network, I played volleyball there, and it inspired me. And I've stuck with the same team ever since. And you're
0: you the only guy on the team?
3: I'm the only guy in the league.
0: In the league? Well, you're we trying to pick up chicks, is what's going on.
3: Yes, I, I'm the guy with all the numbers. I will be the guy with all the numbers. You, you're, the, yeah, you're, you're smart.
1: You're laying some foundation right now.
3: Everyone yeah. says I'm a girl.
0: No.
1: But I don't care.
0: Yeah, yeah. don't listen to him.
3: They don't get it yet. Yeah. They don't yeah. get it. They don't get
1: it.
0: You can play volleyball and give shots. I mean, that's, yeah. those are really, those are it's a good skill set to have. <laughs>
1: all right, so basic diabetes management wise, do you mind if I ask don't you know, mind what at you all. use
3: for Diabetes? Um, well, my pump is a Medtronic mini-med. It's served me well. This is my
0: 10th Ten? <laughs> <tenth> pump.
3: <laughs> Lots of malfunctions, uh, dips in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it says
1: it's waterproof. It's set, <laughs> right.
3: not, not at all waterproof, but About it's water-resistant. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Big difference. And I use a Bayer meter that connects to my pump, so I don't have to enter blood sugars oh. manually.
0: Oh, that's good nice. because let's be honest—that's that's a that's a chore. So yeah, takes that away from you. That's great.
1: That's really nice. So I'm guessing you—you know—you count carbs. And yeah. the carbs. So you use the whole bolus wizard.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: How long have you been using that function?
0: Um,
3: a year after I got diagnosed, so I wow. would be nine. Uh, so about five years ago. About five six years ago. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. That's real cool.
0: So, moving on to camp. So, how'd you hear about it?
3: Well, I actually heard about it when Miss Heather told me that, hey, there's this camp and you're one of, uh, I think, 20 kids that were selected. I'm like, okay, it sounds fun. I hesitated on the idea because of past experiences, but I'm like, you know what? Let's go for it. So I go. I had a lot of fun, had so much fun. I forgot I was diabetic. It Hmm. was a great camp.
0: Were you nervous to come? Like, I mean, I'd be nervous not knowing anybody going into that. It's 20 kids.
3: 10 people from here 10 people from Tulsa Mm -hmm. I was pretty nervous but I got over it
0: yeah
1: Hmm. what do you think it was about camp that allowed you to put diabetes to the background
3: um having other people there like me I mean Hmm. it's not just I'm special and I get special treatment because I'm diabetic I don't like to be treated like that so right whenever I'm low I usually try to hide it you know make it discreet that I drink a Capri Sun and throw it in the trash can but Here, done that a few
1: times. Still guilty of that,
0: right?
3: But here, everyone else was just like, "Oh, you're low. Okay, fix it yourself because you know how to do that." So,
0: right, it It was great.
3: No, my favorite part were the arcades. I still have the high score on Asteroids.
0: (laughs) What does that have to do with diabetes? (laughs)
3: Nothing, but.
1: You probably wouldn't have set the high score if you were high or low, though. Yeah. You know? so, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> right. It, it was, had to be Your mind perfect. Have been working. had to be in range. Yeah. <laughs> Reflexes. Yeah.
0: So, um, 10, ten people. Okay, so there was 10 guys, right, and 10 girls?
1: Yes. So it's a pretty tight-knit group. Yeah. It's not like mm-hmm. you were there with 200 and you no. saw some people in one big place once a day. and You got to know everybody at camp.
3: Right. Yeah, pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least the guys. I mean, we barely saw the girls maybe two or three times a day. Okay,
0: okay. No group sports?
3: No, no, there were no group sports, sadly. I was waiting for Capture the Flag because oh, that's always fun. Oh, that's a but
0: really fun game. Have you ever played that, Ryan?
3: I have.
1: I have. That that might be the best group game of <laughs> yeah. all time.
3: Yeah. I'm, it's very <laughs>
1: Ryan's fun. Ryan's probably
0: the champion. <laughs> no,
1: no.
3: no
2: <laughs> just game
3: kidding. Game. I'm horrible at it. I'm just good at the run and run away. Oh, run right, and right, run
1: right. away. Oh, the strategy involved in that game. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, let me ask you just because um, you know, I didn't really ever hang out with anybody or was really not around anybody that had diabetes until I mm-hmm. met Ryan a couple of years ago. And so it's always been nice for us to ping pong uh, ideas and things off of, or, hey, I'm having a really bad day with the diabetes or whatever. So when you're with all the other campers, um, I mean, did you feel like you're all one and the same in a pack? Or was it? did you look at what other people were eating and compare yourself? Or, or was it just mm-hmm. – Yeah, tell me what you thought about being around other people that have the same disease.
3: Well, at first it's kind of weird, like, oh, I'm low. Oh, yeah, nobody really cares. Right. Everyone goes low. Right. But you get used to it. I'd eat the same. They had the same thing. The food wasn't bad at all. Well, that's good. Awesome. That was that's a bonus. Yeah. And the latrines were clean,
0: which is what I liked.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a a a huge camp camp plus.
0: Yeah. Good food and clean restrooms. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you, Camp Blue Hawk.
1: (laughs) You know, in comparison to meeting new people, say at school or in sports and band, uh, is it easier to, or is it quicker to get to know people? Whenever you guys have, do you feel like it's just a little bit easier to get to know people at camp? I
3: I feel like it is because you bond with people more quickly. Like at school, you might meet someone just talk with them every now and then and soon enough you become friends but here you have something in common so you actually have something to talk about and I made lots of friends that this year I hope that I can get their numbers because I forgot to last year
0: Uh, that's not that was one of the questions i was going to ask is if you stayed in contact with anybody
2: no sadly no
0: well i think those things will be changing maybe there could be like a social hour just looking at somebody over here um to bring the campers together outside of just the camp so you get to see each other throughout the year yeah
2: because
1: i I thought that'd
0: be really beneficial
1: i think it'd be really cool it would
0: so you made some new friends so if you had three highlights besides good food and clean restrooms Mm -hmm. what other things would you say that were positive Um, about the camp
3: my positive highlight was just having fun with everyone else around me, forgetting I had diabetes.
0: Hmm.
3: My second highlight I haven't thought much past this, but um probably just having people to talk to, like Doctor Copeland, I barely get to see oh. him and it was nice to just have some casual conversations with him. Like he was a buddy. I, I learned a ton and when I grow up I wanna be in the field of diabetes researching, so huh. That's my goal. So it was nice to have someone on one talk with him. Yeah. And I don't really have a third highlight. All of it was so good. I just can't think of anything.
0: Okay. Well, oh, that's, nice. that's all right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that you mentioned that because uh, as a patient, I don't think you would, that wouldn't be the reason you'd go to camp to talk yeah. to your physician. I, I it wouldn't have even crossed my mind but having other, you know, doctors there just to talk about that stuff with it, it like casually and for mm-hmm. them to just see you as a human being and not just a patient. Yes. That that would be really refreshing. I think it would strengthen the bond with you know, your pediatrician, your your endocrinologist. Endocrinologist, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's probably good for them as well to see everyday action not just kids coming into the the clinic, you know. Oh, no doubt. It's definitely a bonding experience for sure. If you could give the camp director, um, one thing that would better the camp scenario, what would be a piece of advice?
3: Um, camp directors in the room, I'll come back to you on that. I can't, Okay,
1: think of well, anything. that's good.
0: If you can't, nothing pops to mind immediately. We, we've got our bases covered. I kind of feel yeah. like,
1: yeah, it's the one part of the feedback form, you know, that you look at <laughs> whenever that comes in and you're hosting an event, <laughs> you're
0: like, oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Thanks. yeah. Um, what other things do we want to know about this camp you know I'm, I'm interested
1: because we talked about this a little bit in our intro that amber and i didn't go to camp yeah. so if you were trying to persuade someone that has type 1 diabetes yeah or or any other you know kind of disease to to go to camp with other people that are are like them why why would you tell them to go to camp
3: i would tell them to go to camp because it a increases your knowledge by so much like now I just casually like oh I'm low and I've been going low for a certain amount of time I could lower my basal by this much and stay in target
0: so you oh, learn cool. that at camp yeah oh, okay
3: oh. Hmm. and nice. the second part is you have so much fun that you forget your you have a disease right it's been so long since I've had that feeling the only time I've had that feeling was a camp hmm.
0: you guys are all sleeping in the same cabin right
3: uh well there was a girls and a boys cabin right, obviously <laughs> but
0: okay well the reason i bring that up is does, i don't have a cgm or whatever their, their deck oh. so i'm quite like if everybody's in the same room and i mean if somebody goes off is that waking up everybody else and they're like who's going off no
3: n- no i mean it's only you only get woken up when it's continuous and it keeps going on oh, okay first it's just like oh somebody's <laughs> low back to sleep oh someone's high Yeah.
0: (laughs) Could you tell? Oh, go ahead.
1: (laughs) And if it's continuously going up, that's usually a good thing because that means the person who has the, the pump on them isn't waking up.
3: Oh, <laughs> so that's okay. It's a good thing, but the bad thing is everyone else loses sleep. Oh yeah. yeah, that's that's the tough break.
0: Well, and now, okay. So if you're around a lot of other people with diabetes, um, like I can, I feel like I could probably tell if Ryan was low. If we're having an irrational conversation and we want to punch each other, yeah, Dude, were you able to call each other out and not in a negative way? But oh, I mean, recognize usually,
3: because I one. The kid his name is max i spent all that time with him he felt we practically went everywhere together and one time he just stopped following me <laughs> and it kind of at first it was weird because he kept following me but then i got used to it and then mm-hmm. when he didn't follow me something was wrong so mm. i could just tell from that
0: oh so his sugar was off
3: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: interesting just a,
1: yeah you, you mentioned this too a second ago about picking up a new way to manage yeah the disease did you see any other tips i can't like that made you say wow I well can do
3: that too. yeah i figured out because it's well give me a second oh yeah,
0: you yeah take can, a second we can always come back to that
3: all right i think i got it well i figured out that when your blood sugars are high either a you're not dosing enough which is prior knowledge but b your bolus and your bolus carb ratio could be too low mm-hmm. for what you're having so you could up your carb ratio and you could like, all of a sudden see greater, well, more in range blood sugars, because mm-hmm. that happened to me, I was at an eight, and I always kept going high, and then they put me at a 6.5, mm-hmm. and I'm practically perfect now.
0: Wow. Oh, that's good. What's your, we've talked about this before, so what is the goal blood sugar that you prefer to be at, that, well, where you feel your best?
3: my goal is 80 through 150 but i feel bad if i'm below 90. yeah and we've
0: talked about that we've yeah. talked about that quite a bit
3: I'd, mm-hmm. I'd rather stay if the goal was 100 between 160 because that's yeah. still those are still okay. good blood sugars
1: oh absolutely i would agree with that yeah. i would say once 170 hits those subtle high signs yeah don't show up
3: It's mm-hmm. irritated
1: subtle. yeah, yeah you irritated. irritated like you're a little thirsty mm-hmm. you know but if i'm at 160 i feel completely normal
3: yeah for the most
0: part yeah and if mine goes below 80 you can you start yeah
3: the weird thing is sometimes I've been 400 something and I haven't felt it
0: isn't that I mean
3: I've been my normal self
0: yeah Yeah, Mm-hmm. we just talked about that last week
3: I was running 8 7 miles and I went 52 and I didn't feel it oh wow yeah didn't finish that 7 miler
0: It'll yeah. Yeah, slow you down. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. When
3: you when you when you can't feel your legs
1: anymore and you're half a mile in, you're like, yeah, oh, you're I'm probably sure. low. Yeah. You know. Somebody
0: help. <laughs> help. Help.
1: All right. So, what do you think? I, I know they did some education at the camp with the doctors or the diabetes educators or the nurses. Did you Did you feel like the education from your peers was equal to that education too from the doctors?
3: Well, one thing I can say is the doctors put them in a more complex way. Right. Mm. Like, you have to do this, and they put hypoglycemia, hyperglycemia. <laughs> right. And I'm just now glucose. learning. Glucose. And my friends are like, oh, yeah, you're low. You need to, you need to get some sugar. Oh, yeah, you're high. <laughs> Drink some water. <laughs> right. It's a lot right. more simple, but right. it's the same thing,
0: basically. Yeah. I'm just now learning those terms. Just you are. It. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Hyper and hypo. I know it seems like it's so simple, but yep. and BG MDI. We got all kinds of stuff going MDI. on. MDI MDI. Thank you. Multiple daily injections. Oh. That's what I do. Yeah, I just learned that a couple months ago, and we mentioned it on every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're never too old to learn something. Hey, you
3: and-
1: we could, we could ask. You know, were there were there any other um, like peers at camp
3: who took shots? Well, yeah, there were a few. Maybe five of the people there took shots. The rest had. Pumps, and so Mm -hmm. it was easy.
0: I'm about to do a Dexcom trial, like a blind trial. It's worth it. Kind of nervous, Mm. but I'm gonna do it. But I
3: mean, the needles that I take mm -hmm. are maybe oh so inch and a half long. Mm -hmm. Not even. I can't. I don't know how thick they are. They're really small. They only hurt when they hit a nerve, and the chances of (laughs) that (laughs) are slim to none. Yeah, it's not that often at all.
0: So you do it. You're all yourself
3: usually i mean unless my mom helps me i i usually do it myself
0: okay And what age did he start doing it himself
3: uh 11
0: 11 okay
2: yeah Uh, somewhere around there pump changes he's done by himself for a long time um he was one that just you know the clinic here has Mm -hmm. always been very encouraging of their own independence and their own autonomy and We've picked right up on that because it's a life skill for him and he has to be able to do it. So, right. let's, okay, what can you do? And, you know, there's days he doesn't want to, so it's fine. Yeah. You know, we're here to support and encourage and love and don't want to today. We'll help you out that day, that, in that way too. Yeah. But the the sensor changes are a little bit um,
3: harder because the they're needle's bigger, intense. it's thicker. Um,
2: but those you need a little more support with. Yeah. So, we usually do those together, but the oh goodness, half the time he'll go, Mom, I did a pump change two days ago, because I'll finally, you know, you get you get busy with life and you just go, oh, I wonder when the last time he did a pump change was, and you know, and, and I used to be so on it, and now I'm like, did you do a pump change? He's like, yeah, Mom, I did that two days ago. No.
1: I've done, I've done two, Mom. Yeah, that where sense. have you
2: been? <laughs> yeah.
0: Changing lancets has been the biggest thing for me. Like and yeah, unless it hurts your finger, why, why deal with it?
3: Same here. I
0: know. See.
3: They say change it every prick. I mean, I've gone maybe a year without changing my lancet. <laughs> so <is> Ryan. <laughs> Not a
0: year. Not a year. <laughs> okay.
3: I can, I can neither confirm nor deny
2: that that's been the case for me, too. Hey, you're in the clinic. Don't say that.
0: <laughs> well, here's, okay, another question. Just learning about other people with diabetes. Again, this is a first. Do you, when you prick your finger, use a tissue to wipe the blood or do you lick it?
3: I can neither confirm. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny. I use a tissue, right. but Mom, I usually just, I, I can... usually just, just like taste good.
0: Yeah, oh, God, you yeah, guys kill I'm me. I'm
3: high.
1: I'm I'm low. I can tell. I yeah, taste. it's almost like how the old doctors used to do it.
0: When you're high,
3: there's usually a lot more taste. When you're low, you can't taste anything. So you're like, oh, I'm low.
0: We're not teaching that at Camp Blue Hawk. I'm just gonna throw that out there now. <laughs>
1: It's not on the, uh, not in the curriculum. Right. All right. So, you know, I think we can start to, to wrap this up with a few yeah. questions for you guys. And, and now that now that mom, Alyssa, has joined us for a few um, seconds here, we got to ask you, were there any preoccupations with sending Paul to camp? Any worries?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we're a team. And one of the things they really encourage you to do is to let them handle it. For a week and you know it's like i have a third child is his name is type one and i all of a sudden i'm sending two of my children and i can't you know and i i'm supposed to t- i'm supposed to take a break i don't know how to take a break it's right. really hard to make that that separation and i will tell you i had probably just as much of a time with the anticipation of this camp as paul did with hmm. it but for the parents who are out there who are thinking about this going there's no way I can separate from this the people the people who run this camp they hold your hand just as much as they hold your child's right and we got daily texts and emails and pictures oh, that's and great. i got personal texts from heather who is right. the camp director i her background is making sure that everyone including me who is not at the camp is taken care of just as much as my child is and this year i can't wait this year i can take the break for sure i'm right. already looking forward to it we're making plans with our, our other child um to have some, you know, one-on-one time with him,
0: mm-hmm.
2: away from, you know, it's his break from diabetes as well. So, right, he's he's going to have a blast, and we already know it. I know I yeah. We're going to have a blast too. So the second year, I think, is almost easier than that first year. So those first year jitters, don't give in to them. Just Power it, right They are going to take good care of you too.
0: Well, and just out of curiosity, for saying that. yeah. Well, and coming home from camp, did you notice any differences in Paul's behavior when when it came to diabetes, or just in general?
2: Oh, oh yeah, I got excluded, <laughs> which is great because we sent him to camp to learn. You know, we sent we sent him there. Paul is one of the older campers, mm-hmm. and so I knew he would the have a camper. really strong influence on the younger kids. He's just, he's always been an encourager. He has a heart of gold. And everybody loves that about Paul. And I knew those other kids would learn a lot just with him. But what I didn't expect was him to come back and go, Mom, you don't need to do that anymore. Right. Or I got to spend two hours with Rebecca. I don't, I I can do this. I can can pack my own lunch. I can do all this stuff. This is what I need. Can you make sure this happens? He came back so much more independent than he was before. And, you know, Like I said, I don't even half the time remember the pump changes on the schedule that I used to. I know they happen. I know, you know, I still carry sugar in my purse. I still, you know, have everything we need. It's not that. It's not that it goes away. It's just there's something about watching your child mature with this disease that makes you so incredibly proud of who who they are and who they are going to become. I'm not nearly as worried about him growing up as
0: I was before. Oh, well, that's good to hear. How we survived, I don't know, Ryan, because we did not. I could I could have I would have done a lot better a lot sooner maybe. Yeah. Hard knocks. <laughs> Hard knocks, right.
1: <laughs> did you feel that way too? Paul coming back that uh, you had, you know, a bit more of a skill set or that, or did that just naturally happen? You didn't even have to think about it.
3: Well, I came home knowing a bit a lot more than I came there knowing, but i now it's just kind of natural i'm like oh look low insulin okay oh high blood sugar correct it's right it's a lot more than when i came i'm like oh i have a high blood sugar how much do i correct again it was just now natural oh yeah enter it there we go Done. right
0: well that's good
1: that is good yeah i think that's what it's all about yeah at the end of the day
2: yeah
0: so any final words about blue uh not blue hawk oh i can't that. yeah
3: well, something off topic. When I become a doctor for one day, for one day, I want to be Dr. Acula. Because when you spell it, it's Dracula. And Boom.
1: S- I love your I, creative I feel art. like He's
3: that, that guy that pricks his finger just <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: for a oh, day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. There's so many. Yeah.
1: This is going to be a great Halloween costume one um, day for you, too, I think. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Ryan may can't, steal it. I
1: can't wait. <laughs> that may be my Halloween costume next year, too.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for taking time to chat with us, and we uh, we look forward to hearing about camp camp year two. It, year two. Year thank two. <laughs> and don't forget to take a get some phone numbers this time.
3: I will. I'll. I will make sure of that. The digits. Yes. Yep. Yeah. If I can remember in June or July. Well,
2: thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. And giving us the chance to talk about it, and you ask for a final word. Yeah. Go. Go. I like Go. it. Go. Go.
0: It's worth
1: it. Yay. All right. Awesome, yeah and uh, Thank you, Heather, for having us. and Best of luck. Camp Blue Hawk here, too.
0: You'll see us you soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
3: hope so. This
0: thing called diabetes is
1: a daily grind, and a daily grind. And it grinds and grinds and grinds, because I've got more Lancets than you. You'll I'm more intense than you
3: Because I'm
0: alive Yes, I'm alive